forgot to tweet today. Dang it. Okay. Oh, I didn't either. And I even pulled up the, the site, which is now <laughs> going to start playing. We're real good at podcasting where we like, tell people this... about our stream and stuff. I I was Ooh. like, the moment I did it, it just, I, I had to, um, I had so much stuff <laughs> going on today. It was like one of those weirdly, it wasn't so busy during the morning. It got busier as the day got you know, in the, in the afternoon. And it was just basically back to back to back to back to back. And so I I set up everything. (laughs) Then I forgot to tweet about it, but you know, that's how we do it. Hey everybody, welcome to a podcast. Uh, This is Juan Bagnell, some gadget guy with uh, TK Bay for the best of our week, which is uh, two old guys failing to promote how they talk weekly e- about cool tech I'm I, gonna, you're gonna hear yeah. the clackiness of my keyboard because i don't want to just mute and leave tk in the lurch for the opening of the show but no, no. i'm gonna be minorly distracted for about a minute while i just post post the post <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah no 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 I, no I appreciate it and then I'm, i'll wait very very patiently here on my side while you do that so that i can repost it from my end um first obviously welcome back to the channel guys uh it's been an interesting week uh, not a lot of launches, not a lot of big announcements going on, but there's a lot in the news. Obviously, if you guys caught uh, one show on Monday with the SGQA, and of course, we have a few. Um, if you're if you're if you're a fan of Samsung devices, you're probably starting to receive your devices, and I say that because it's a gradual. God knows how in the what order the things are done. Uh, but for some reason, my Z Flip 5 is not showing up till Friday, which was supposedly oh, one of the first sucks. things I ordered. So it, it, it's one of those weird things. The 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 launch well the short version of it is obviously there's devices coming up if you pre-ordered uh samsung in due fashion starting to show out their devices um a a lot of uh one thing i just realized as i was i was talking to you one uh twitter is still twitter it's not x the website still respond yes twitter.com forward slash home it just has x in the photo anyways um (laughs) and everything is i hate it so much it's the worst well, so I'm also going to post this to Blue Sky and to Threads. So thank you. Um, <laughs> well, so for me, the problem is within uh, ever since I've been back from uh, from Korea, I've been a little bit kind of uh, I've stepped back from social media posting. I still read and I engage with some uh, comments and so yeah. on, but as far as like just posting, like I just haven't really. Like today, the only reason I even posted a reel on Instagram is because as I was scrolling and just wasting time doing whatever, it, yeah. it gave me a template that seemed very interesting. And I was able to put in a few things from the Samsung devices that I have. So I just haven't had the urge to post. It's weird. Like, you know what I mean? Like in the past, we've had a lot more. Um, it, things are not getting as much engagement for me, at least uh, on my side, on on, uh, yeah. on Twitter or X, I, see, see, even I, on Instagram. I had, a, I had a, an almost three-hour conversation with Jason. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. painfully honest tech. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, I really want people to kind of understand that mm-hmm. what you're describing, you're not alone. There is something that's kind of going through the air right now. And it's one of the reasons why I've been such so insufferably uh, constant in recommending mm-hmm. Mastodon is for my own personal needs to engage with geeks and have Mm. those kinds of conversations. I'm not getting the crazy big awesome numbers and likes and internet points and upvotes and toots and all that stuff on Mastodon. I'm just finding really fun nerds to hang out with. And then everything else is like, the only reason I'm here is because it's an obligation for work. 
And that's <laughs> and, exhausting. And, and, and to a certain point, yeah. Isn't re- re- replenishing your soul when it's just constantly taking away from you. It, it's a consistent, you, you pour, you pour, you pour in. It's like you always pour things in. And it's very hard. Um, not, not that I obviously don't have friends. Obviously, Twitter, we still have con- yeah. some of our uh, common friends are in there. And, and, and again, I, I was still engaging with other people's posts. It's just the, like, I, I posted about three or four videos within the last three to four days. But I wasn't compelled to post about them on Twitter for some real reason or even on Instagram or in whatever. Like, I, for me, I just, I posted my content. I was just, I'm not going to say tired, but like I was... By the time I was yeah. able to put together the video, edit the video, get the thing, put it on YouTube, no, set it up, get all that. Tired is the perfect word because and, and it's it, so exhausting. It, it's just uh, the perpetual process is just, yeah. you know what I mean? Like by the time you hit that, then you're like, okay, please do well. Please, let's just keep going and I'll come back. And, 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 if, and, and if you don't, then you don't generate the outside interest that gets YouTube interested in pushing it on the algorithm. And I've been saying this before, but like, yeah, no, no, I, my part-time job is creating content. My full-time job is desperately getting people to try and watch it. Yeah. And no, that's no, it, backwards. It, it, that, it is. That, and that it should be the opposite. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And from when we talked last week, the, the peak interest in, in the content from Samsung's Unpacked was starting to kind of turn on the downwards trend on the second time, which it, yeah. it had its own peak, obviously, around Unpacked. But then at least in my in, – not even looking at the data that we were referring to last week. Historically, I found that right before people get their hardware – just right before, like before Samsung starts delivering hardware, is the peak interest in video content about it because people are anticipating, they're anxious, they look for the video. So I tried putting as much videos as I could, and those typically do do well for me. And and I didn't do a review, I did not do a comparison. I don't do those. Um, and I've had some good response there. People are appreciating that I'm not trying to compare this device to other device, take pictures with this device, and say it's better than whatever and all of that. Just focus on how to get a good experience out of it. And and it, it's although. They seem like straightforward videos. They take a lot more research, a lot more organization, <laughs> a lot more, a lot more yeah. setup. And editing is not as, imp- as simple as you think. Because when you go through and edit and you're like, oh, crap, I just set the totally wrong thing here. You got to reshoot that bit. You know right. what I mean? Or figure out the audio or whatever. So long story is those four videos that I posted took me a lot more, especially with the um, the, the little uh, like the advanced tips and tricks on how to do certain things in your on your device. It took some time. So, but anyways, yeah. uh, it, they seem to be doing okay. But as you said, um, YouTube has that magic plateau. Uh, the Z Flip 5 hit 15K and it's just basically slowed. Yep. It was going. It was going skyrocket the first 24. And then it hit a wall. I'm like, crap. Like suddenly YouTube said, yeah, it's okay. It's good yeah, enough, it's enough for you. It's enough. You've you've had that, your fun. That's where you belong. TK. Let me get. Let me give. Let me give the hundred thousand, two hundred thousand views to the bigger YouTube videos because sure. obviously they make better videos. So I'm like, okay. So yeah, and and if you're I looking bowed. at this, this this was the the sort of plea at the end of the video at the end of our podcast last week. Last week, yep. I am not a fan of Samsung, but it is not fair. It is not fair to all of the people that are picking up their devices now. Now, that, exactly. That the conversation, as far as YouTube is concerned, is basically dead. And, and especially for all the people in our chat right now, I, I'd like to say hello. We've got Ron Guido and Brian Glaze, Greg, Tech Love and Mama, Malik, um, Bionic Scoop, Michael Pepper Tech, Tech Mr. for Your Needs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lulu. Um, I, I'm probably missing some people in there. Apologies. But I'm looking at the Google Trends data of Z Flip and Z Fold as search terms again, and we see like distinct peaks. Just as the uh, devices were announced, and now there's like this huge trench 
And there's like a little bump now. Oh, it, but absolutely. I'm really tired of this like now that you've spent your money on it and you have really started living with it, not just you know getting an embargo unit as we reviewers do. No, typical. You you get like this little nudge. YouTube's going to give you this this little like this little bump. It, it's all but, within but the, the last couple of days. Yeah. That's all all done now. You, exactly. You're, you're not really relevant. This is no longer a trending topic. We're all talking about uh, iPhone 16 rumors now. I, it is. Isn't that weird? Like, just as the curve is coming down and now iPhone conversations <laughs> go up and it was like, okay, so I guess Samsung can go pack their bags and go back, you know, go home right. or something. Samsung, I don't know. Samsung unpacked. They shouldn't have stayed long. They should have packed, unpacked. Pack yeah. <laughs> to repack, unpack. <laughs> oh, that's messed up. I should title it. If I ever have to do a return or something, it's like, I'm repacking, Samsung unpacked. repacked. Repacked. Um, no, I mean. I, I just feel like we're burying the most important story of the week, which of course. is my Motorola Edge Plus 2022 is now getting its Android 13 update. Nice. So now, not not you're you're caught up to my uh, Edge twenty twenty three. We're we're good. We're copacetic. I, I, I just like feel like we're we're overlooking one of the most important stories of the week, where the Surface Duo two and the Surface <laughs> Duo both got security patches and are, updates are, and some nice bug are, fixes. Are you on like a special uh, RSS feed or something where it just shoots you an email every time there's an update? I, d- I just feel like we're, we're missing the most important <laughs> stories of the week where my Vivo X80 Pro Plus... Oh, okay. And, no, my X80 Pro and X80 my Xiaomi X80. 12 Ultra... S Ultra. S Ultra. Yep. ...have also gotten some really significant updates over the last couple of days. I feel like oh, there's, there's a lot of a lot okay. Of news I take that back. My happening. my my Edge 2023 also received an update. I just oh, did not see. <laughs> well, it did, it did not notify me. It's supposed to notify me. Um, Here you know, I like thought on the, I was special. Well, I mean, when you said your Moto got one, my Moto should have received something too. Come on, Moto Moto got to show us some love. <laughs> Actually, we get so few like major updates that it's no. just. Refer- I think I think this phone has only gotten four major OTAs, but it feels like it's it's just been constantly getting these little like Moto app updates. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Uh, it, it, uh, minor little tiny bit of updates every here and there. Um, I think my biggest thing with with most other devices, like you know the I know the. Um, What's it called? The Find X6 Pro did receive an update as well. I think not that nice. long ago, the 13 Ultra received an update. It, it's it's sporadic, right? We're on those devices that don't get the monthly updates like Pixel yeah. devices. Um, and then once you get onto those, I'm, it becomes a little harder. Because TK, I think we're overlooking one, the, probably the most important For story me. of the week, which uh, Michael Peppertech is, is reminding me of, is that uh, Android 14 Beta 5. Beta 5 just the dropped. The update just rolled for pixel devices so i'm running beta 5 on my pixel fold like michael pepper tech is and i'm really trying to rack my brain tk i think we might be overlooking one of the most important <laughs> stories of the week where my x real beam just got a massive firmware update which improves a lot of like the head tracking and the smooth following very nice so, very nice so i'm gonna have to check like that out at some hot point breaking news hot right breaking. Now. you can hear the, the fan is running right now <laughs> As as it's running this little update on the little Android chip, in, oh, in dude. That right there, so it, it's, it's some pretty big stuff. It and, is. And we been. might be overlooking one of the most important most... stories of the week, where the Rokid Max got a really significant update. The firmware just went up to two point oh four. Okay, I haven't. I have to check that deal. 
I didn't see the update. I didn't get the update on my Roku Max because I don't connect them to my uh, to to the app as often. I use them as a passive display for the most part. But um, I'm glad that there's updates on everything. Out of curiosity, did your car get an update at all, or is there anything at the house, the refrigerator, maybe uh, the kitchen you, you sink? Know, you know, what's hilarious is we're getting harassed by Nissan to come bring our car in so that we can pay them money for them to take an SD card out of our dash unit. Uh -huh. so they can update our maps package. <laughs> oh, like, oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. Never gonna happen, Nissan. Ford, Ford, Ford used to do that to me too. Uh, back in the days when our our mapping uh, software used to be on CDs, where you had like a CD player in the back and you used to buy your map yeah. or SD cards. Um, I remember that. Yeah, the, my la the Nissan that I had prior to the Ford was and it's always right better. Like yeah, 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 yeah. And, and it's like. Oh, Make sure so you dumb. buy the latest maps so that you never get. I'm like, I'm not even using you. I, I'm using. So I'm using something that gets updated instantaneously, and I don't have to pay for you to give me your version of maps. No. You know what was a fun trip down memory lane because we were driving through rural New Mexico. Was, oh, which one? Uh, I I, uh, I reinstalled. Here we go. Oh. The formerly <laughs> Nokia maps that then became Here Maps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is so nice. It is so really? nice just going to one menu and saying download all of california, california. arizona new mexico Colorado. we used to have that though we used to have that in maps where you used to be able to basically download the specific areas a long long out. time and, yeah yeah exactly yeah. and now you can't do that now it's only just does that if you're like, traveling yeah don't you feel like an insane old guy when you tell like younger people like five years ago we could do this with our phones and they're like sure boomer okay whatever <laughs> you're like, but i'm not a boomer <laughs> No, we really could do this stuff. We used to have a lot more functions, uh, though. I think it was like certain points, certain, some of them were experimental, different different oh, approaches yeah. on how to do, like, you know, expandable uh, storage, you know, batteries that used to be replaced, all those little fancy things back in the day, which, yeah. um, speaking of conversations, obviously, you know, there, there are some legislation talking about bringing back ex replaceable batteries, at least, not, not mm -hmm. expandable storage. At least that's a good conversation uh, to kind of go in that direction, at least, and um, I will say of all the things I've been doing this week, the one most refreshing thing, which is really weird, the Tab S9 Ultra still has an SD card slot. So regardless what story, yeah, as it should, as it should, as it should. Uh, but the fact that it does, uh, uh, it's a Samsung flagship device of what the tier that all the other ones don't have it. Uh, this one does have, and it was actually very nice. It was easy to transfer nice. my content from one device to the other by simply replacing or removing Copy and putting card. in. It's such an easy... Who would have thunk so it? Good. So Who thunk wanted, it? A couple quick shout outs here. Ron Guido still has his GPS. Tech yeah, for your yeah. needs. Just all Map caps. Quest. Map Map Quest. Quest. <laughs> and then everybody in the chat, give give like a pat on the back and we'll be looking out for you. And I hope uh, it's such a common procedure, but it's got to be. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Matt. I'm sorry, Michael. Saying, Pepper um, I'll be getting a downgrade soon. Phones lost headphone jacks and micro SD cards, but Michael Peppertech going to be losing his gallbladder. LOL. So we'll be looking out for you, and I hope everything goes smoothly, and that there's a speedy recovery. And uh, absolutely, absolutely, and and yeah, man. All I can say is just you know, back back in full health as soon as possible, and uh, with speedy recovery as always. And just just stock up on cool games and fun media to stream, and 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 MPT. I know he's got <laughs> plenty of devices to play with, so if he just scatters them out all over his bed while recuperating, Re recuperating. That, that could be a good time. So I'm I'm hoping everything goes smoothly for you. I uh, yeah no no <laughs> absolutely I I recently had a medical thing going on, and uh, I was more anxious about what it was, but it was uh, luckily everything kind of went through okay. So yeah, but nice. for sure yeah, 
It's it, it's been kind of crazy too. Um, I know we're, we're going to talk a little bit about obviously our tech and all of our loving things going on. Um, but weather-wise, it's been weird, weird for us. It, it rained in California like a couple of days ago. I actually yeah, got, I got rain. But, yeah, like I, I okay, so we, it, it, it was it was bright sunshine yesterday. And uh-huh. I'm walking the hike, and I'm, sh- I'm I, like I shared a couple photos on the Discord. Like, just what a beautiful day! And I round a corner, and I just start getting piddled on, mm-hmm. like not rain. But like, like, oh, I felt like a drop of water. Where did that yeah, come from? And yeah, I yeah, took yeah. another couple steps and you could see like dots all over the sidewalk. There were no clouds above me. <laughs> and it was so surreal. And like our weather is just so weird. So we, now. we, so since I'm a little bit further inland than you are, um, we actually got some, I mean, like, I'm like, like a five or, yeah. yeah, like about 10 minutes worth of actual rain. Like I had enough time to be able to go find my phone, turn it on, record a clip and it was still <laughs> raining. Um, it, it was a refreshing, we were, uh, you know, it, it was obviously cloudy yesterday and, and today and actually, but surprisingly cool. And I say that surprisingly because in august we're not used to having 80 degree weather at least in my part of southern california where i'm further inland so it was really nice today 85 degrees max and it was really good got a chance to go out a little bit and uh, ride the bike and enjoy a little bit of outdoors it wasn't raining today yesterday so it's kind of um it was enjoyable and not unbearable as typical as as we're going back into again we're going to get hot again by the i think with the guy sunday or something like that Mm. and we'll start heating up again which is our normal I, I August. We're going to get roasted. I mean, like, that's normal for August. We're going to get oh, roasted yeah. in August. And then, I, I don't know why I have this feeling, but something tells me we're going to get, like, roasted again at least two more times later in the fall, where it would oh, normally be. Se- I think I think September September may be hotter this year as well. I mean, I think we're going to carry yeah. that in through, the, through this. Through this. It's, August for us is typically, like, late July, August through September, early September are typically our hottest and that's after like mid September and when it starts kind of slowly residually kind of going down as the days start getting shorter so we'll have to see yeah. not 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 a lot of hope for uh cooler days yet but it was nice to see the nice little surprise out of the blue um but otherwise uh I think if I'm not mistaken I think uh, the um as far as just general like I'm trying to remember there was obviously there was a lot of things going on in the news I'm not trying to recap everything in there but I hope everybody sure. in Maui, if you have anybody any friends and family in Maui hopefully they're doing okay i have a a work friend a day job work friend that does have a family there and luckily they're okay um it was just sad to see all the the damage that was going there but it was more sad for us because we've had um i mean we visited lahaina we've we've gone to maui obviously for many times Mm -hmm. with family and so on um and my wife and my son and i love going to see the banyan tree in lahaina the big the oldest tree that they had on uh in there and we've always taken pictures there and, and and it's just sad just to see how much like wow like waking up and hearing that news was just devastating especially for maui especially for the people that live there of course mm-hmm. and hopefully everybody's do you know people are able to 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 recoup or they're doing better now but um yeah sorry it, it, that's just one of the last well, couple of things that are hanging as, in my head again as as people who live in a state that is you know basically we have fire season all year round we're getting now, yeah we're around California. that time exactly there really isn't a distinct fire season like there used to be um, I feel like it, it's a community where we can commiserate with how utterly devastating and destructive and and how scary it is to try and mobilize when something like that happens. Um, and we've both been really close to individuals. Oh, I, I, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, when, when you were saying that, so. exactly. I'm having small flashbacks to every, you know, every year we typically have something that is literally within, for, at least for me, at, within 20 to 30 yeah. minute drive. It, I'm not talking. It's like we super both, far. 
we were both crazy close to uh, Lake Balboa when mm-hmm. yep. that whole area went up. And, and like I could see it like off the freeway ramp from my house. Um, just it's it's a terrifying force of nature that unfortunately is now becoming more and more common as our weather becomes more and more less extreme. stable. Yeah, well, yeah, and and and, and, so. and the temperatures are going higher. Um, you know, oceans are getting warmer, and in, in, in Gulf, it just, yeah, it, exactly. The weather is is weather is changing. It, it's not the same typical weather that we've had, but um, hopefully, we'll we'll. I don't know. I don't know how to how to try to put a positive spin on that. It just doesn't. Right now, it doesn't it's, look it's, very. There, there, there isn't one to put on this right now. Right now is a time for communities to try and look out for each other, and yeah. it's it's an opportunity for us in in these kinds of tech chats to say if if you have the means to and you have the resources, please look at the organizations that are going to be able to get aid out on the ground. Because once the fires are contained, there is still a mountain of work to be done in trying to help the people that have been hurt, who have been displaced, who yep. are in need. And it's not a lot. I mean, Marie and I are looking at our finances now to say, like, probably can't give a lot. We're, we're kind of strapped a bit right now, but there is something we can give. So we're going to try and make an effort to make that contribution. So uh, we, we, we can't find the silver lining on this because I don't think there is one, but the no, thing that it, I can a... always point to is the Mr. Rogers notion of looking for the helpers, right? Whenever something bad happens, look for the people who are helping. And right now, hopefully uh, we're seeing that mobilize and that force of positivity at work for a community who really needs our attention. No, no, absolutely. And, and if you do have any friends or family, hopefully they're doing okay. Of course. Um, I do want to take us a little bit of a turn on something that actually I saw on your Patreon. And I think this, if you guys oh. are not already subscribed on, on Juan's Patreon oh, no. and uh, hopefully you guys are, are checking in there. Um, I didn't notice that if it, it is specific setting that you change in directly within your YouTube history t- section, that if you yeah. turn off history, suddenly your, uh, your, your new interface is uh, your, your home screen looks really, really clean. No, it, it hasn't rolled out to everybody, but it's so funny to me. Like I woke up yesterday morning uh-huh. and saw all these headlines like, oh no, your YouTube homepage, if it goes blank, turn on your notification. I mean, turn on your, your watch history. 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 Like, why so would you? I don't have watch history on. And I've had mine off for years. With. Yeah. So uh, I, I will say that I'm on YouTube Premium, uh, the account that I'm referring to. I usually, the account that I use YouTube Premium, I turn off watch history. And the reason behind that is yeah. I share this account with my wife and my son. If I have watch history turned on, I'm going to get so many, and we're all <laughs> going to get weird recommendations for each other. So for I'm sure. like, hey, if you're using the, the device that has that account on it, just and, search and, for and what te- you want. And tell me, like, no one does the thing that Chromecast tries to pretend is a thing where you can switch user accounts oh, on no. Chromecast. No, no one does that. No, no nobody yeah. goes in and, it's like, switches, like, oh, no, let me tell No, it, it, whatever the account is the default on, yeah. it, if it works, it works. And for me... Um, we don't want to have ads on, on our on our on our content. Omar watches YouTube's on, on TV. So I, I rarely ever need any like I don't want to have that in the middle of my like we're waiting for you know on the TV. On my phone, I don't mind as much because I can put my phone down and I can do whatever and come back to the phone. But if it's on TV and you're in the middle of the living room, it's just a weird um yeah. It, no, it, it is, yeah. It's 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 as weird as the CGI that was in Flash, but that was just a different thing. 
<laughs> we finally saw that. We we finally. I caved in I and saved. I've seen it. It looks so bad. I. I mean, I'll. I'll, I'll I'm trying to. I'm trying to find. Um, I'll say this. Um, when uh, when we were in Korea, I saw uh-huh. a deal on uh, to to basically buy it for like ten bucks. You buy you can buy the movie for ten bucks in Korea. It was on special, but it wouldn't let me buy things in Korea because for some reason, um, it Korean uh, in in Korea to use a credit card, you have to register. There's a lot more personal information that you have to register with the site. Like you have to prove that you're a citizen of South Korea to be able to use and get that promo, whatever. Long story. Mm-hmm. It it made me think about the movie, and as soon as we got back here, the weekend when we were recovering from jet lag, I decided to buy the movie. And for twenty bucks, it wasn't going to be, or twenty four bucks, it wasn't that bad. I mean, really, it's it's still cheaper than going to the theaters with all the other stuff. Um, Omar enjoyed it overall. He he did sure. he did say he said I, I wish the graphics were better, and I'm like, I wish the graphics were a lot better. But you know, the story was okay. The the cameos and and, and the timeline and all of that. It, it good looked stuff. like it had a lot of member berries. But we've got Mister Enabong Etta from Board at Work. He still hasn't seen the Flash either. Oh He's my god! The one who fought e. me the most on the DC Extended Universe? I, it, it's one universe. of those movies. It's it's a tough one. Like I like I said, if I didn't see that deal in uh, in Korea, I and I was like, like maybe his his Snyderverse and his his fandom for like those Superman movies down by not being like out there opening. It, weekend to catch the flash it is one of those weird movies that i will probably say is um if he misses this one i don't think he's missing much i don't think anybody's missing missing. i'll I'll say this still saying man of steel is the best thing ever so (laughs) as years ago on his podcast where i think we burned an entire show of me like no 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 see the philosophy of this character you don't understand no you don't understand but in this comic series all but that's like the old comics and it was hilarious yeah, so, no, uh, no, I'm, I'm I, glad that that still has. We haven't let that go. No, I'm glad that, that <laughs> held on to that you, years, years later. Um, so for <laughs> like I said, for us, it was an interesting. Uh, it was an interesting purchase. I'm glad I didn't see it at the theater. I think I would have been more. My my impression would have been very different it, had I had paid yeah, so, 80, so 80 bucks or something to watch the, it with the family. The, the thing that makes me sad, and I'll probably be really late, even <laughs> when it is available to watch on a streaming site, is. The Flash is one of my favorite characters, but it's he. The Flash is one of my favorite characters not only for the storylines that have involved the Flash, which are really goofy when you think mm-hmm. about like the, who the Flash is and the main villains that the Flash is often fighting, like mm-hmm. Gorilla Grodd, right? Stuff like that. But the Flash is also critically important to me as sort of a fan of the history of multimedia. The Flash represents one of the first times that we saw that transition from the old, old, old style of superhero comics into something more modern. Mm. The Flash is one of the first characters where, like, a sidekick kind of got the reins and was be- and became the new Flash when we went from Barry Allen to Wally West. Mm-hmm. The Flash introduces concepts in comic book storytelling that now we're milking and, and overusing things like multiverse. But oh, Flashpoint yeah. is this critical historical component of DC Comics that we've told over and over and over again. And Crisis on Infinite Earths is an mm-hmm. example of that style of storytelling. And I don't think the character has ever been given the right sort of respect, the right gravitas uh-huh. for what that character has represented to DC Comics. And we get close. Like, I think the 90s Flash TV show, which is really corny and it's kind of like oh, man. ripping on Tim Tim Burton-style production. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Flash wasn't the goofy, wacky comic relief character. He's 
an incredibly powerful entity in the comics that if his power is abused, lots of people could get hurt. Mm-hmm. And it was always the Flash that brought in these conversations. Like, you could save this person, but you'll probably hurt them saving them, right? Because he's not Superman, he's not Green Lantern, he's not any of these characters who can, like, you know, catch you or make a bubble around you or anything like that. And so when I look at the Ezra Miller Flash, what I see is... They're trying to turn the Flash into the lighthearted comic relief character. They're trying to turn Flash into something more like Ant Man for the Marvel. A little universe. bit, a little bit, yeah. You, you get bit. you get a little bit of Ant Man um, casual com- like uh, jokes all around here and there, as opposed yeah. to when you're watching, like, say, a Man of Steel or and something I'm sorry. like that. I, I don't care how novice he's supposed to be, but when the Flash trips in Justice League, you can miss me. You can miss me with that. A character whose who's like main superpower is actually the speed of thought. Oh, no, I tripped and I fell. And I twisted my ankle. No. No, 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 no. This is not a bad 80s horror movie where the woman runs upstairs and twists her ankle while running in high heels. This is The Flash. So you can miss me with that chicanery. If you can't write your way out of The Flash's powers impacting the story... That's the challenge. Good writing is, can we tell a compelling story with Superman? It's really difficult to tell a good, compelling story as Superman's power creep has, mm-hmm. has grown over the years. He used to be a dude who could just jump really high and he could like stop bullets and he was kind of stronger than a regular human. Now yeah. he's an all-powerful god. The Flash used to be just a guy who moved really quick. Now he's like bending time and space. So if you can't solve the Flash's literary problems like mm-hmm. the, the mechanics of his superpower you can't just create a scene where he trips <laughs> oh he ran fast and he tripped over a rock it, no no, no. they, they tried in, in the movie itself they've <laughs> tried without without giving out anything they, they've tried to show us I, the, the movie tells a very classic uh, flash movie I mean, a flash story it's mm-hmm. not a we're not reinventing but they do have a lot of different twists and i really really wished that there was more focus or at least um maybe we'll see more of supergirl in the the one that shows up in flash because oh, yeah, the yeah. character was built like the, the the introduction was very nice the 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 play was nice but the the way they i don't want to say too much the way the characters <laughs> like nah tk it's fine you can spoil it for us let's <laughs> <laughs> just spoil it i'm just no, saying no, no. it's like the sentiment um, in the chat is like no one cares no one cares <laughs> like they've all like uh tk trust me we are not watching this we're not only skipping this we're skipping the next flash with ezra but just because but, of the but, but but i also think like this movie yeah. even if it had just been kind of corny like what it looks like it also doesn't feel like you're investing your time in anything it, that has potential because we no. know that this era of DC film is being re- it's it's yeah all of that is it's it's yeah. already out and being rebooted and this is literally a movie that was supposed to come out was it like two summers ago or it, it's yeah. been delayed so much so do you, you you remember producer Pete um my producer over at oh yeah 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 right? we met him uh, that one time when we went down to see I, the movie I don't want to spoil it but after it came out he told me like I saw this in a test screening like two and a half years ago. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like I remember that they been. they delayed it, delayed it, delayed it. Uh, part of it was COVID. Part of it was also the 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 time or whatever. But it it's out of time. Like the timeline is yeah, just slightly off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you feel like this would have made sense a little bit earlier. It's um, like Black Widow. Like what a dumb time to put out the Black Widow movie after the after she after dies deals with no spoilers. Oh, oh sorry. You yeah. said she died. Oh but, no! Uh, now no, you're everybody. Uh, all 20 people who are watching this live stream now just had that ruined. All of them oh, here, unsubscribe right there. At a bomb, be like, yes. 
No, um, it but, is but one of the works point. It's the worst reboot ever. James Gunn. So here's the problem. Yeah. What character would have been the right character to introduce crisis on infinite earths flashpoint and reboot the DC cinema universe? Well, wouldn't you know it? The character that did that in the comics was Mr. the Flash, and and to uh, um, who else had it? Uh, Bray Gray. Mm-hmm. If you want to see good, a good version of Flash, the animated movies are solid. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Max is Max has a, a lot movie. of good uh, animated uh, series that yeah. I, I've quite enjoyed quite a bit. Uh, the, oh, the, the animation stuff is fun too. I really yeah, liked it. it. It's yeah. uh, it's very. Like, there's a lot more development in there, look, and I think... Look what you did to Brian Glaze. What? She dies? My night is ruined. Ru- you ruined his night, TK. He hadn't gotten there yet. I thought enough time has passed. I Ten thought it was okay years. by now to talk about Ten it. Ten years of Marvel Cinema storytelling, and you just blew it out the window for Brian. Brian, Gosh. I'm going to... I have a few more thoughts on this conversation, Brian, and I hope you're sitting down... <laughs> Since so, we ripped the uh, since we ripped the bandaid, might as well just go full full yeah, on into right, the story. So so uh, um, there's a so snap. In summation: no, okay. uh, the the galaxy Z fold and Z flip. Great fun. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Uh, so the Z fold and Z flip have. Uh, I'll say, okay. Uh, every year, I I typically <laughs> that was a hard pivot. I wasn't really. It's a very very shit. Like you shifted reverse, turned right, and you're like. Go TK, hey, and I'm uh, like, just, oh? just do me a favor. You're you're getting real sizzly on your mic again, like uh, again. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. I, I don't I, think that's that's a streamyard thing, but you your volume level is fine in my ears, but uh-huh. it sounds like you're clipping from the microphone. Okay, so I, I'm gonna drop it. Turn, I'm gonna turn drop it way it. down. Turn it way well, down, and then we'll turn you back up. Okay, let's bring it way down here. So this is me. so. What I would say is leave that and now turn up streamyard. Instead oh, of I'm, I'm not up. even control. I'm not even. Con- oh, you mean bring it down on the um, uh, on my uh, focus right? Okay. No, yeah, no so I, turn, I typically turn, don't. Turn, turn the mic the way? way down because you're you're sizzling from the microphone, so okay. you're over modulating, we'll and so here. then turn Streamyard back up. Okay, so I dropped Streamyard and let's let's drop so, the sound on the microphone here. And now here. now you're almost gone. So now I would bring StreamYard up, not your mic. Well, let's see how that goes. Okay. Let's bring StreamYard back. We're doing it live, uh, folks. We'll do it about 90 here on, on StreamYard. So how no, do keep, I going. Sign up? keep going. Keep oh, going. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah. Okay. How about Go like now? 130, 140. I'm a, I'm a 160 at this point. Okay. Now turn up your mic a little bit. Okay. We'll do a little bit. Let's do here. Ba, ba, ba. Da, 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 da. And now, someone in the chat, tell me if, if we're at least a sound? little bit better balanced because now you don't sound sizzly to me and okay. you sound like more even from there. Let me know where you guys think. If I sound good, everybody in the chat, hit a thumbs up and like and subscribe. We're going to continue the conversation, TK and I talking to each other. So someone oh, say no, no, if, if we sound good. So, so Brian Glaze, crispy is a term that we use in audio to define something bad. <laughs> if your audio is crispy, <laughs> I think you mean in terms of camera stuff, that would be a good thing. Um, just, it's a weird audio nerd thing. No, no, I'm, um, with, you. I'm with you. It sounds like so, everybody's saying it sounds like we're good now. Okay, we're, 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 we're at least a bit better balanced, and then people can turn us up if, if we're a little low. I'd rather us be a little low than a little too hot. So, absolutely. Hard shifting gears. Um, 
I still haven't put a case on my Pixel Fold, but I'm starting to take it out a bit more. Okay. It's like I'm taking baby steps with this foldable. I'm anxious just because we said you don't have a case and it's been, what, like three weeks now? Three, four weeks? I know. I'm 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 as shocked as anyone else. Um, but okay. again, it's like why I liked my duos and I liked the form factor and how sleek and all that stuff. Yeah, blah yeah, blah yeah. blah. I am gonna have to get a case for it. I really can't see how I should be using this out and about mm-hmm. unless I always leave it closed when I'm on the go and I only open it up when I know I'm in a bubble of a safe space. So. Your experiences, you've been using the Z Flip and the Z Fold. Yeah, yeah. Have you been have, have you been trying to run them as your dailies? Like, so the Z I know Fold you only Fold. had them for a limited window. Well, so I so I still have my Fold, um, and the the my Flip comes in tomorrow. the The Z Fold, as far as uh, I was lucky enough when we were right before we were leaving Korea, um, the teams or the PR team that we were working with gave out cases they realized that people needed cases yeah so they no no it was literally like the last thing that uh, we were having a dinner that there was like a, a media dinner at the end and as we were all leaving they handed out cases so the nice. the, the the yes I, i i when you said you didn't have cases for three weeks i was like oh <laughs> you are you're a brave man my friend very brave and, and don't get me wrong it, it it's a beautiful device uh i personally would would definitely Because I've had situations, and oh, I'll say this: for the three days, that, uh, for the day and a half, or about a day and a half that I had the uh, the flip before the actual, uh, they gave us cases. I slipped out of my hand three times, and it, yeah. it's because of the way when I mean, you're trying to take it out of your pocket. So, um, yes, the Z Fold Four has been sorry, Five has been my daily driver on this. Uh, I have the Z Flip as more of a, not that I don't like the flip, I just. It's to me. It's just too small of a phone, and it's it's like it falls all the way down to the bottom of my pocket to get the phone. I have to go all the way yeah. down getting it to come out. So more of a function over, it, and you can't leave it open because the display is not protected. So yeah. for me, the fold has always been the better solution. And um, I will say the the aesthetics or the differences from last year to this year, even with the case that I have on it, it's still mm-hmm. a little bit less. Um, for the lack of a better word, it's not as thick, and it sits. M- a little bit more comfortable in my pocket. So it's yeah. it had it's definitely been doing well. So I and I've been running it on AT&T so it's been really actually surprisingly well for an AT&T uh coverage in my area on 5G. So the 5 in there um I have also the uh, the the sorry the the new Samsung Watch uh 6 Classic. Um mm-hmm. and that one actually I just got yesterday. This is the weird thing with Samsung not everything shows up at the same time and everything is kind of like staggered. So it's kind of a weird situation of where things are, but yeah, no, the, the fold has been doing good. Uh, the case I, I stuck with is the slim one. The one we talked about last week, uh, if we can get yeah. it to focus, here we are. Actually, Sony that just it. looks real sharp. And I like that the, the S pen is sort of like an accent, uh, like hot rod. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Stri- <laughs> I was trying to find the word pinstripe. Pinstripe. And you said, hot Oh, rod. it's been a long week. <laughs> So I I decided uh, to Michael go. Michael Peppertech just re- recommended a case for the Pixel, so I'm going to get it right now. Yeah, no, no, because well, there's a lot of cases too. Um, if I'm not mistaken, like Spigen makes some really good cases, um, and I think it's been enough time now that there are cases there. One thing I'm surprised about this time with with Samsung devices, at least with the launch, is typically with Sam- with most for most companies. Um, There's been available. There's been cases available before launch, like some companies mm-hmm. will have access to cases before, but not everybody did. I think Spigen, if I'm not mistaken, I think there was one creator that when we were in in Korea that had early hands-on experience with some cases from them. 
but I'm actually still waiting on cases for, for both the fold and the flip from companies that haven't even, they, they're barely shipping them out now. So it's, there's a little bit of a, a change. Not everything is available. But I think for you from the fold, it should be pretty easy. Um, a very good selection mm-hmm. and a lot of, uh, if nothing else, maybe even some skins if you decide to go clear. That's usually what I like to do. I'll get like a clear case with a skin under it to make it even more customized. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. So I, I, I found a Folu and an East Coo for like 12 bu- 13 bucks a pop. So I'm going to get both. I, I will say also that the, le- right the leather now. one, the leather from, I forgot the name of the mag maker. The one that uh, Google usually goes to uh, when they make their leather accessories is really looking good. Uh, our, our, oh, nice. our buddy Mark, uh, Mark Quinn had one. Um, I think he had it on his, on his fold. So it's, uh, it's nice, nice to see people enjoy their, their devices. I'll say that. A lot of people in, Ooh. I saw quite a few of them in, uh, in South Korea. So it was good. Found oh, and the one. dark, the dark leather case is the cheapest. That's going to be my favorite. We're Obviously, totally yeah. Or, orange leather is always the most expensive. That's the mo- the one that most people go for. Yeah. I think um, my Pixel Seven Add Pro from last carts. year. I got one. <laughs> Shopping apply it live. coupon eight <laughs> percent. Add to cart. All right, I got some things coming out here. I oh, I, sure. I feel like this is one of the things. Um, sorry, this is going to be toxic acid in my mouth because I'm mm-hmm. about to pay Samsung a compliment. Um, this is one of the things that I think over five generations of bendy, foldy plastic screens where we very publicly saw some of the teething pains going from mm-hmm. Fold 1 to Fold 2, I think Samsung has done a better job of sort of framing the conversation around their devices and mm-hmm. what some of the expectations for that durability look like. Um, I'm seeing less of the irresponsible lifestyle marketing of take it out and do crazy things with it because we know that's not true of bendy, foldy plastic screens. And it's still something that I I think I'm going to write up like another uh, message to the Team Pixel uh, PR side Mm -hmm. and just say, I'm having to learn from scratch what the sort of expected durability of the Pixel Fold is. I've taken it out on just walks around the neighborhood and then mm-hmm. it stays in my pocket and I don't open it up. And now I've opened it up after shooting some photos while I sit at a picnic bench. It's like, I feel like Google hasn't helped frame that conversation as much as Samsung has. And I think that's one of the components of marketing. You're spending a lot of advertising dollars to get that message out. Mm-hmm. But it's also something as Google spends more on these ad buys. When you show it in these lifestyle presentations, that helps inform the consumer how far what? do you think you can take it? Yeah. And and what does the company expect is reasonable use uh, for that product? So it, to me, it's been a very meticulously slow process of using it in the office and then using it around the house and then taking it out for a short walk and then actually taking phone calls and stuff on it when I'm out and about. And, and I feel like it's just different enough from my duos and it's just different enough from the Z Fold that you can't take your Z Fold experiences for granted and just apply that to Pixel Fold. No, they're it, just it, it, different they, enough. They're they're it, and, but you feel that way the moment you pick up the Pixel Fold. Like if you've had any other foldable on the market before. I mean, I'm talking even Oppo. I'm talking even um, like Honor. Uh, I'm even talking about yes. you know Huawei and other companies. The the Fold is. It, so it's the first of its kind in that form factor, right? It it uses the uh, the Find N series and it goes bigger. It's wider, slightly taller. 
um, the form factor for me, at least from my experience with using it, I, I felt like more, um, not that I wanted to baby it. It, it definitely had a, it's good enough of a weight. I'll say probably I didn't really feel like I needed to open it up as much as I, I would have, that I feel like I need to open up a Z Fold. And I say that because even with the Z Fold 5, the display is still the same. We're still dealing with the same narrow, uh, smaller keyboard. As I'm typing oh, on the, I feel like I, I'm cramped. I, <clears throat> Sorry, I, I agree. It's to me, the dream of this stuff is like, doing laptopy things in places mm -hmm. where I wouldn't take my laptop. Exactly. Because that, that's where I've taken some of my really big screen slate phones and yeah, then yeah. used them in ways where I feel like, oh, you know, like I took a bunch of photos from like my mirrorless camera and I pulled a memory card and I was, I was editing those photos out in the field where I never would have taken a laptop. And so mm -hmm. I'm walking around the neighborhood. I'm getting piddled on from weird it's climate Cloud. instability. Yeah, yeah. I took this little photo of a bee and the, the Z fold camera is not nearly as good as any of my mega camera sensor phones. But like I'm looking at the photo on the outer display and I'm like, yeah, this is a pretty good photo. I mean, good job Z fold. Like this is a really good little nature photo. bee, good depth of field. Like you I mean, framed pixel it fold? decently. I'm sorry. Yes. The pixel fold. Sorry. Ah, too many different letters and words and names. And so like, I'm out on that little pathway. It's not a hiking trail. It's not like it's a technical hike, but it's mm -hmm. like a nice little park walkway with like dusty, sandy, gravelly paths and stuff like that. Yeah. And this is the first time I've like on a path like this, I really want to get a better look at this bee. And that's where I opened it and like tried to use it as more of like a little tablet. And it was terrifying. It's not in a case. I don't have the best grip on it. What am I doing? And and it's like those little experiences. Like I, I never would have done that on my on my surface duo because spanning a photo over that hinge wouldn't have looked great. No, but I felt no, for no. like for, for the first time uh, on the pixel fold, like, okay, this is giving me just a little bit of a glimpse at productivity out in the field in ways that maybe a phone might not be able to accomplish, but boy, howdy, am I really thinking about the action of opening it, holding on to it, Mm -hmm. looking at the photo, how I'm cradling it in my hands. I'm triple checking everything as I'm out on this trail and it's kind of dusty. And of course there is like, like a little bit of grit and I'm like, I'm wiping the screen yeah, and I'm no, very no, carefully no, closing it. Like it is, it is to me, that is a, I cannot separate the fact that this is a $2,000 foldable from the, the outdoors use. <laughs> of I, doing I haven't, and, I haven't taken the, so I'll, I'll say when I went to when I went to Korea, um, I actually took the Z Fold Four as my daily, my 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 main device uh, to travel with because that was the intention. I wanted to cover the five with the four. Um, over time, although they're the Fold Fours, you know, had the little bit, you kind of get used to that function. Um, one of the one of the things a lot of people were commenting on me is why do you have such a rugged case around it. It's because I was worried I was going to drop it. Yeah. I had I, a very um, I don't even oh here it is. I'm oh, sorry. Uh, it's it's actually one of those. Like it looked like I had my my uh, and the phone isn't in there because I've I've taken it in, but like it's a thick it's a big guy like yeah. it's a that was that, armored... was that was a chunky case yeah oh yeah yeah no no and and it's intended sorry here it is and it even has an S Pen case carrier in the in the middle of it which was the intention of it it's intended to actually have form function 
but it was because I was worried and I was traveling and I was going to be on airplanes. I was going to be running through airports. I didn't want to run the chance of dropping that phone. But honestly, I'll be with, I'll, I'll say that the only time I've ever gotten close to that kind of experience is when I took the fold four to the beach. And even then yeah. it was sitting in my pocket most of the time. Like yeah. I did not unfold that one. I used it as a regular phone. I, I, um, I took the, um, I took the V60 down to the beach in the dual display case once yeah, because yeah. I didn't think about popping it out and putting mm-hmm. it in the little like bumper case that I bought for it. So I make it all the way down to the beach. We're hanging out. We're out on the beach in the sand. And, that, and I go to pull my phone out of my pocket. And that's when I, oh, no. Because, like, the, the V60 dual display case was really plasticky. So if yeah, I yeah. get sand in that, man, that is really going to mess this up. And I'm like... I very I didn't even put it back in my pocket. I very mm-hmm. carefully walked it all the way back to my car, turned it off, put it in the glove box, got home, brushed it out. There was sand because just sand is everywhere. It's in your pockets. It's no, no, all no, over exactly. your yeah, hands. Yeah. You exactly. Any, anytime you're in there. Yeah. And I sat there and I detailed it out. And I still have that's the dual display case. I still have on my V60. But it was at like, oh, I really had to think about this. I really had to manage it. I really had to baby how I was using it. I couldn't just take that for granted. And that, that to me is, that's where I'm at with, with the pixel fold. And I, and I I think to a certain point it's, it doesn't get, yeah, it doesn't even with a good, so putting a good case on it helps a little bit in the, uh, in the feeling of the protection on the outside, the device itself should be strong enough that God forbid in a good case, if it falls within three feet on the floor, it's not going to get, you know, shattered into pieces. I think it, it, it literally we are more worried about the little things than it is about the big things because yeah. if you have a good good grip on it, there's not as much issue. But it's you said you go to the beach, you come back, you have little sand everywhere. You don't know where that little granule of sand is sitting there and you close it too fast or and something so like that. I guess the thing that I would ask is now that you've gone through a bunch of Z folds yeah. and you did spend some time with the Pixel Fold and you've spent some time yeah. – you've spent more time with the plastic screen foldables than I have <laughs> is – it sounds like you're kind of verifying one of my fears is that yeah. in the back of your brain, I'm always, you, you might get more comfortable with it, but it never really completely goes no, away. No. Like using a slate phone. Yeah. Um, and, 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 I, and I say this because even with, uh, with the find N two flip that I just got from San, from, uh, from, uh, Opal earlier this year, uh, something got in and I, and I got a little nick at the top part of my display and I have like a little bit of a small dead part. It's luckily it wasn't in the center of the display. So it wasn't really driving yeah. me crazy, but the top right corner of my display, the inside display has some damage on it. Um, you get better over time to keep, to make sure that when you're using it, you're using it in a more, in a more clean environment. But it's on you. It's not like it, the, it is. The it is always have, on. Yeah. There's no way. No, no, no. And that's the thing with, with every single device and every single update that we've received, we've received better, protection on the device from micro scratches from our own fingers, maybe using pen inputs on them, but they haven't really built enough of a resiliency to basically survive something like maybe a grain of sand, because that's mm-hmm. even in the IP rating that they have for the IP for the five, for the zip flip and the fold, it is not rated for dust. It is rated for yeah. water. It's an IPX eight, not a 68. So there's no dust resistance, purely minor water well, resistance in there. So and, it's, and it's, it's a shame to me because I wonder how much of that is just the impact of marketing where techies saw IP six, seven and IP six, eight, and anything that's a lower number was unacceptable when really it would be impressive if you could make a foldable with like IP four, seven, 
And then okay. we would know we have some low-level protection against <laughs> dirt and debris. It's not as good, but we would know what it was, and we would know what the manufacturer expected. I had this big philosophical problem, and I wanted to do more at Pocket now with the HTC 10. The oh, HTC 10 only had IP53. That's mm-hmm. not good enough. And you're like, that's really, re- that's really solid splash resistance. Like, you're not going to go and dunk your phone underwater for 30 minutes, but, like, in a, in a decent, like, rainstorm, your phone mm-hmm. is going to be more survivable. I think it's more important to know Those what are, your phone yeah. is really rated for, but instead we're acting like IP67 is magic waterproofing, and that's not what IP67 is. So I, I think it would be nice if, even if the number wasn't gooder enough, if, if we knew, if, is it an IP3, IP5, IP4? That's mm-hmm. still very valuable information that would help inform us. I mean, because consumers aren't really going to care. They're not going to understand what the sort of spectrum mo- of this mo- most really of the means. time. Yeah, but they just see know, an IP rating and they assume something into it, and that's the my, they, they, my worry. About unfortunately, it. we've sold too many people on it's waterproof, and that's not what these numbers mean. But I mean, for people like us, when we go out and we shoot our videos on them, that's also kind of an implicit recommendation for the style of use that we put the gadget through mm-hmm. and that would also better inform people what are the expectations of durability for this device exactly. if you go out of your way to just break it you're going to break it but oh no no absolutely i can yeah. show i can show what i think is reasonable up to the manufacturing spec if i knew <laughs> what the rating of that spec well, I mean, was and, and i think that was one of the one of the things i i i, I just you're right. It, it is it is basically the best way to do it. It show exactly what the best way to use it, uh, and of course, stay within the recommended usage. These devices are not intended to be anywhere near ocean water. They're not even supposed to be in no. in pool water to, to start with. The, even chlorine. Um, uh, most of these devices, once you once you even if you read the uh, like the the disclaimers and all of that little things in there, it says you know even putting them in water initially does reduce the quality of the water resistance, and not only that, the the IP rating fades over time. It's because the material that they've used to to seal our devices are not as they are when you first buy it. So that water and IP resistance, like if you've had the phone for three years or so and maybe you've dropped it a couple of times where there may be micro cracks. Yeah, you shouldn't be trying to take this into the pool or why even, you know, understand. This this is a part of a longer conversation. And I think we should actually talk about maybe collaborating on a video about device durability because this is why I'm not concerned. Mm-hmm. about the EU mandating replaceable batteries. Yes. Is we're trying to make it sound like if you make a, a phone with a user replaceable battery again, that's going to be such a huge compromise to water resistance. And then you look around at all these phones and you're like, cracked screen, cracked back, cracked camera housing. They're all, None no, of no, these it, phones it, are and, water and resistant. And you see so many people that, <laughs> that, that stay yeah. with their devices after their displays have cracked yep. or their backs have cracked. It's, Had a friend, it, it was just covered in packing tape so he yeah. could still use the screen and not cut his fingers up. I was like, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, no, but it, it, those, those are the things. It, it seriously is, I, I, I welcome to have the ability of getting replaceable batteries. And I, I understand, don't get me wrong, I understand the, the design aesthetics and, and some of the appeals of having yeah. a clean uh, candy bar style exact device. And, sure. and I know we got a lot thinner devices when we got rid of the mm-hmm. replaceable pieces. 
but the question would be at the end, at the end of the day, when we start looking at the vice, especially like uh, I think our, our friend, I, um, I forgot the gentleman's name. I think Tommy uh, in the UK was posting a picture of a Z Fold, I want to say three or two, where the battery was swelling. Because yeah. he hasn't charged the phones, it's been sitting in his in his drawer for about a year yeah. or so, and he hasn't been charged. And Samsung batteries, I'm, I'm not going to say this is you know my own opinion, but historically, yeah. um, don't do well. I've, I've now if got they have... five of my classic Samsungs have battery puffed. Yeah, no, so and, but, and, I'm, and I'm now actively getting rid of my museum phones. I and it's uh, killing me because no, no, there were so some you, Samsungs in there that I adored, but like what, what I would recommend my if, if LGs the device aren't, yeah, and my nope, HTCs I, haven't. And like they don't honor phones not to the same uh, not all honor but like a couple of old honor phones that i had also did the battery swelling thing um i, and, I did lose two alcatels but we're okay. talking about phones that were purpose-built to be like really cheap android devices i just really liked the like what what they offered at the time for being yeah. like entry level and mid-ranger phones um i just want to cover a couple of these comments and then sure. um We'll I'd like to get back if you have any kind of closing thought because you're obviously putting a lot of this into your videos. So I'm not yeah. trying to spoil your videos, but like if you think that there's like a productivity hook or if this is more like, hey, this is iterative. So if you're on an older device, it makes sense. Just kind of like to frame how you're feeling about Z Flip and Z Fold. Sure. Um, Michael sure, Peppertech sure, is saying uh, he's had all of the folds. I find myself not using the inner display as much as I thought because the situations where I'd be able to sit down and do so, I'd use a tablet. With the mm -hmm. Pixel Fold, I can use the outer display, like what yep. you were saying, and because it opens right into the widescreen. I find myself actually doing that more often. To me, it's just so much more familiar for yep. what I liked about the Duos and what I also liked just kind of poking around on your Oppo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got to play with your Oppo. Um, uh, Gavaletta is the contrarian. He says, I actually think the Samsung did the outer display correctly. When I'm holding a phone that's almost as thick as two phones in one hand, I don't need to be doing hand gymnastics. I like the TV remote aspect ratio for that screen. And Gavaletta, I'm not going to pick on you, but I'm glad you did say that you're the contrarian in that regard. <laughs> and then this is an interesting question from JGJ. Could there be a compromise device between the Fold and Surface Duo where there are still two screens, but no bezel where both panels meet? And I don't believe you can ever completely get rid of the separation of a hinge in the way that the duo is designed. Especially, you're always especially with a moving hinge. Of... If it's a if it's a consistently yeah. st stuck in one position, maybe. But anytime you have to move, even yeah, the the, the edges have to be circular. It has to be smooth connection. And you kind of want the clearance just in case anything gets in were there. to get in here, mm -hmm. because it's not like the z fold yeah i think samsung has done a good job with the z fold on a 180 degree hinge minimizing what can get into it, it here I, they've, they've done better if you put these those, panels closer yeah. together and then some schmutz got in between the two panels on either side because it's yeah. a 360 degree hinge and i just turn on my flashlight that's hilarious that's how um, <laughs> i wasn't <laughs> looking at the screens as i was flexing them around um I don't know that you could without there being a potential like usability concern there. Getting even it, winter hard. gunk in between the two would be kind of not great. You need to have a hinges. little bit of clearance when you're spin when you're allowing the hinge mechanism to go that 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 especially the 360. If it was 120 180 maybe it it the, the reality is the 
the, the most fold most foldable devices on the market right now are all for the most part now with the introduction even with the five on the flip and the fold are all using the the hinge mechanism where the the display no longer pinches itself it actually kind yeah. of goes inside of the actual uh, right inside of the actual uh, opening casing so that it allows the display not to actually have too much of a push on it so the survivability better usage and also less chances of things mm-hmm. getting in there Ever yeah. since the Z Fold 2, the Z Fold 3, 4 have benefited from less things going in. But as a user, as every time it's ever been for me, I've, I always, always am worried that whenever I'm closing my phone, I always make sure to basically just make sure to clean it up, close it, and make sure that there's nothing sitting in there. And yeah. now I'm actually, I feel better with the Z Fold 5. I'll say that. The Z Fold 5 and, and, and Flip 5 do better. Um, mm-hmm. Between the two comments, as far as using the devices, I'll say... The the things I'm appreciate I'll say this I'm, I I appreciate the fact that there is um, a larger display on this device I I I I can do most of what I need to do with the remote style or the candy bar style experience on the yeah. outside It's when it gets to typing that I have my issues If I have to type and I'm having to cr- yeah. scrunch in because I you know coming in from a, a device that is standard size even the S twenty three series or even the Flip yeah. This is the other weird thing is the Flip has a more standard size i I find my narrowness like i'm right at my limit on a phone now on a phone like the xperia 5 xperia 5 is actually even wider than this let's say that if we go narrower than an xperia 5 i'm starting to because i have little stumpy thumbs i shouldn't have major problems but now i don't want to like fold my thumbs in I, I was talking to our buddy Jason, painfully honest, oh, yeah, 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 exactly. and just on a whim, I pulled out my OG iPhone SE. So this is oh, an iPhone God. 5S. And, the first and generation SE. Phone. Yeah, yeah. Can't, so firing it up and actually typing on it, boy, howdy, is this an only one thumb device. Because if you try to go two, hand, two hands, and I, I can't. I can't with this phone. Um, this was my walking through an airport, lugging heavy bags and rolling suitcases and keeping track of my daughter and her stroller and still needing a phone to do stuff on because yeah. I could do everything on like one thumb across the whole screen. And to yes, think that exactly. we used to use this guy, this yeah. little tiny thing. use it, that used to have an enormous Norm- screen. Yes. It was the biggest screen we'd ever seen on a mobile like- device. I was like, oh, my God. Where's the flip? <laughs> like, I was trying to put them next to each other. This that it's inside. And I would like, I, I remember, like, I remember the commercials for the first Nexts, right? And the reason why yeah. I'm even putting this in, I think somebody tweeted a few days, maybe last week, somebody was tweeting about uh, the live wallpaper that the Nexus came out with was the, uh, the, the little, um, well, let me see if you can, can see it. Remember the live wallpaper in the back where you were actually yeah. able to okay, slide to unlock <laughs> Android. Oh, that was such a big deal. Wow, Remember so, this wallpaper. Oh, so, and the animated wallpaper. Yeah. And so somebody was to- posting about this like, do you remember this? <laughs> and to me, and of course, having a, having a little... A little <laughs> A little trackball. Trackball. That's that's in really good condition, dude. It it has nice. yes. It, this is not the original. Unfortunately, this is not my original. That one I did sell um, a few years later. I did buy it, but um, look look, lo and behold, this thing used to have a very fancy feature. You can pop right. up camera, uh, pop up the back, and put a battery. Um, 
I bought it for make, thirty five sure, bucks sure on, you know on the eBay. EU knows because then then you'll they'll see like well the EU is saying you can only sell the original Nexus in uh, oh absolutely. I'm just okay. So I'll say this: I can't log back into this account. I cannot load Google services on this account. None of that works. Uh, all of those servers have been shut down, but I can boot it up for the love of God. And yeah. I can take a, a single really bad picture with it. Um, shutting down <laughs> takes 20 process. Um, what, I'm, what I'm trying to say is obviously is it, it, it depends on what we're used to. The The Nexus for me was um, I went to that one coming over, over from a BlackBerry. I think it was like the BlackBerry Rev. It was a, a full keyboard style. It was very different for me, and it took me some time to get used to it. But I actually used to enjoy it. This was a very nice functional phone, and I remember this being such a big display, and oh my God, huge. things are going to be amazing. Yeah. And then as years go on, and now we're like, I wouldn't even look at a display this size because this is too small. Like this, this would be like a heads up display if I want to put it like right here, like, you know, be TK, right. uh, TK Android here. You no, could, um, you could put it like on a pair of glasses and people absolutely would be like, what just mount totally it right here and then, and just walk around thing. at a convention just with the Nexus logo on the back. It's like, what up? <laughs> what <laughs> it's like up? Deep Space Nine. Was it the absolutely. Gemstar or something? Like we that. can, we can go Borg. I, I'm okay with calling the Borg <laughs> into this. You know, uh, I love it. the collective. Um, <laughs> Only with the Borg, they would have taken the back off. So absolutely. you could see more of the exposed The exposed uh, circuitry. mechanic. Yeah, yeah. circuitry. Um, but to kind of summarize most of it is um, the, the Fold 5 for me, the biggest thing I've enjoyed using it is, honest, surprisingly enough, signing documents. <laughs> Working with an S Pen on a phone, again, was, was uh, refreshing. Uh, and that's one and of the things I kind of made. It, it becomes very functional, like not having yeah. to open up or whatever. And I think... Um, one of the things I did in my video that I was showing for Samsung devices is like you have a built-in save to PDF, which you could just totally yeah. do if you've scanned a document and so on. But the actual the ability of getting a contract, opening it up, signing it, and sending it straight back without ever having to touch a computer mm -hmm. has been refreshing. So for me, that was my, my favorite feature. And I have been actually using it more open than I, than I have in the past. That's because, good. you know content and, Again, and watching things uh, uh, you well, want and also the, the familiarity of it that you've been spending yeah. these time this this time with these, i've used i've used uh, enough of the i've used every single version of the fold uh since its original release um i still will open and turn sideways that's just going to be how i do it yeah uh, but you know it still it works good i will say the samsung some of the samsung labs not, and i wasn't part of that team some people during the the trip to korea saw a version of the fold that had a pen as well as a wider front display closer to what the uh, the Z, uh, the Pixel Fold was looking like. So I'm hoping that at some point maybe we will see a different form factor and an integration Although, of an Although also in, in Korea, I have to believe that Samsung is working on a myriad number of Oh, absolutely. Uh, actually, speaking, uh, specifically like speaking to Edabong, um I think was it not the CES, but the CES prior to that, he had access to, and he posted about it. Of, of course, this is mm -hmm. not private. I'm not trying to. I'm right. not like you know. He's like TK. Shut up. Shut up. Ah, blowing <laughs> yeah. your embargo. No, no, no. Um, he had access. <laughs> he was able to see during CES um, some uh, some of the uh, concepts of uh, displays and different yeah. technologies uh, that Samsung has. Did you ever do the LG on. display tour? No, at I, CES. So I got I, in I with LG remember, like, right as LG was going out. I, no, the, no, no, no. So the, LG Display is like, it's basically a totally different company. Oh, okay. has no, almost no, no, nothing no. to do with LG Consumer at all. Uh, and and yeah. um, I, it was a while ago. It was, I think, the year before we met up while I was there at Newegg. Okay. But yeah. I got to do the LG Display Tour, and they were showing off transparent OLEDs, flexible oh. displays, like 
really like warping and twisting and, and doing like all of their super advanced, expensive R and D stuff. Yeah, and yeah. and they would walk you. It was like a museum exhibit that they had mm-hmm. set up. Um, Forgetting what hotel, but you walk through all of it, and, and like they had a prototype of what they thought the future of a vending machine might look like. And you tap your phone, and then you just touch something on the glass, and the entire front of the of the case turns into a display to say, and oh, it costs this much, and would you, how many would you like? And you're like, I want this, I want this all. This is amazing. This feels like all of those sci-fi dystopian movies. Yeah, yeah. That we have this stuff, and it's like only what, like six years later or some of this stuff actually trickling out. Um, We're starting to, to see people to, to really the, get it in consumers hands. No, no, for sure. Uh, and I think that it's, as I'm working on, on my review for, for both the fold and the flip, that's going to be some of the things I'm focusing on is like the use case. How does, how does it been, how has it been uh, on the flip now that I don't really need to open it as much as I used to have to uh, yeah. been the experience using there, the battery life being there. It's actually quite a bit better not having to, um, on the fold, weirdly enough, with the optimizations that we got with the HN2, I, I pretty much get the, about the same battery life because I still have to open it. Not because I, I I feel like I'm forced. It's more of it's it's better open when I'm typing. Um, mm-hmm. Watching content on it still works a little bit better uh, in that form factor. Um, the camera is very much the same. A lot of things, I mean, I feel very comfortable, but it is a generational upgrade on the fold. Yeah. The flip received a little bit more. Um, I feel like a refresh, that external display, the video out. Uh, have made things so much more functional. So I just, just wish start... Dex was there. But yeah. Yeah, I know. Um, again, baby steps. I'm really glad to see video out. Uh, just to kind of wrap up our little conversation here on flips yeah, and yeah. foldables and stuff like that. I'm using the Pixel Fold, and I really like the Pixel Fold. Hilariously, yeah. I'm still doing things with the Pixel Fold kind of in the same way that I would have done things on the Duo. Mm-hmm. Like... I can prop it up and watch movies on the inside display, but I really like just setting it up into like a little tent mode and watching the video on the outer display and kind of the half screen experience that I used to do on my duo. So I was a really big fan of the surface duo still am. I still adore that form factor and that multitasking experience. My recommendation on the surface duo never really changed significantly to me. It is, a really good tablet that turns into a mediocre phone and it's a very expensive public beta test. So my recommendation is for people who like to play and tinker with that stuff, it gets an incredibly positive recommendation, but I can't really push further out into a broader audience. I still have a lot of the same beta test feel that I, that with the pixel fold Mm -hmm. and, and for my experiences using the Z fold, Mm-hmm. where maybe my recommendation is a little bit broader because, boy, howdy, the Pixel Fold is a much better phone than my Surface Duos ever will be. But I still have a lot of that same anxiety, a lot of that same uh, angst in the recommendation where my recommendation for this is extremely positive, but for a very narrow band of it potential is, users. It still has, I, I think, foldables... With the exception of the flip, I'm thinking just when when I when I refer to a fold, I'm referring to more of obviously the the standard sized uh, smartphone that opens up into more of a smaller tablet, not a not a flip that turns from a clamshell to a standard sized device. Yeah. Um, 
it is very narrow and it is going to be very specific. Uh, it is going to be somebody that's more tech savvy, more tech forward and more more able of taking care of his devices. It's not going to be a device you just toss around because you know these hinges are not going to survive having being tossed all around. They're, they're really meant to be taken care of. Um, not as many people will use it. I saw a lot more people using them while I was traveling. Um, and we are starting to see more devices sell. I think the flip will be more appealing to a younger generation that's trying to make more of a statement kind of a, an approach. And I say that because mm-hmm. of the way the, the hinge is built, the way the device is built, that clamshell, the closes, much smaller form factor. Again, when, when I compare the flip to, let's say, the Nexus, uh, the original Nexus, they're, they're shorter, yeah. right? I mean, this is literally the size. <laughs> where you have to look for the phone in your pocket to get right. it. Um, make sure you put some glass protection on it. I finally got some glass on this one. Um, although when mine comes in, I need to get a glass on that one as well. Um, the the recommendation is very hard. Um, tablets obviously are still stronger. The, the the other devices that are on the market are definitely more durable. I mean, their tablet is IP68 rated. You can actually put water on it and drench it and it works. <laughs> right. But it's glass. It's glass on glass. Um, so yeah, it it's a tougher recommendation, but um, I hope I can put a good lighting into what are some of the best use cases are for it. And then, um, yeah. Camera on the on the fold still pretty good. The the main camera on that still shines the same as the four uh, the Z Fold four. Uh, I love mm-hmm. the improvements there, and um, I wish the flip got better cameras. But for what it is, what it offers, I think the improvements are very very substantial. Like, what flip. would you say, like flip versus like an S twenty three? Not an ultra, uh, but no, I still th- I still think the S twenty three has better cameras. Yeah. yeah, I okay. still for cameras. I'd still say the S twenty three, although the flip has more. Yeah, I mean, heck, man, the S twenty three has Dex. <laughs> it's like if nothing else. Yeah, no, um, it it's just the the it wasn't designed. It, it really was more designed for fashion, more so than function in that design stance. The cameras were put in there. I felt like this was the Samsung has. I'll maybe I'll put maybe a statement here. I'll, I say that the cameras on the Z Flip are better than the cameras on the Razer Plus. That for me, as far as sure. uh, from from processing think, and what we, have. I, I don't think anyone would. I mean, I wanted to make yeah. a joke, but I think that's maybe the least controversial thing we've ever said is that the cameras on a Samsung are better than the cameras on a Moto. And I'm not, yeah, yeah. And I don't think I don't think anybody would argue there. I think I feel no. like the the Razer has a few more tricks up its sleeve that I like a more. Um, I, I do like, though, that Samsung did not shy away from allowing us to use whatever app we want to use. That is at least something that I appreciate that they have, through good luck, you're able to turn on all those functions. Uh, there is a third-party launcher that still hasn't hasn't shown full support for the Z Flip 5 yet. Uh, cover screen OS that I've used before on the earlier generations. I'm hoping that when that gets support, maybe we can check it out and see how they could get better improvements there. But um the flip has some interesting experiences in there. I think Motorola allowing ready for it to be built into it and actually usable on their razor is a big win in that situation. I, yeah. I really feel like Samsung should have, they gave us video out everything on the hardware side is there include decks. Don't I mean, even make it just mm-hmm. wireless decks. Don't make it full fledged decks. Make it, at least give us that and make it so that people can actually use this now. Close clamshell, not have to worry about it. Save battery, get the full experience of what Samsung does. But anyways, to kind of summarize overall, a lot more content coming in on this in the next, uh, in the next, uh, I think about it within a week or so as I'm building up my, uh, my, <laughs> my, so reviews. Michael Pepper tech just sent this over and it's a real time one in TK inception as he's watching our stream on, on, Pixel on Fold. Uh, 
and, and on, on a MacBook. Computer. And he was yeah. like, hey, check this out. The The screen on the Pixel Fold is almost the same size as the MacBook's trackpad. <laughs> That's oh a really God. big trackpad. So that was a great way to kind of like sort of conceptualize like what, what, what are the size differences for these different... The... Like, we, we use such terrible measurements. Like Marie sent me this article like such and such asteroid is the size of like... 83 emus or something like that and you're like what does that even mean what is the size of a standard i'm just kidding uh <laughs> all i all i can think of is, is liberty mutual uh the commercials for liberty yeah. mutual with the because that's my only emu reference of all the emus yeah. of all my only things, frame like, you know, of reference is a it, terrible liberty liberty mutual liberty liberty um so but, shifting gears i do want to spend a little time just uh because finally we, we can kind of build this in here this we video can build took it. you can build it i don't have to build forever it. <laughs> oh man um i've been teasing talking about this video uh, i i was supposed to sort of be done with it and then there were some manufacturer um uh reschedulings okay um but i i finally did get to here i'm gonna i'm gonna pull this up and we'll go back into a screen share here yeah i uh am a complete and total 3d printing noob I've had I mean, a few, I, I've I, had a couple of printers. I built them. one of myself, and I and I've I've done a well, yes. Sorry, go ahead, keep going, keep going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But 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 like outside of just like playing around with a few of my friends' hardware, and the few times I visited like makerspaces and like one of the libraries around town has like a little space where you can do things and you can have things three D printed if you know like the file system and stuff. Very almost no experience. And so uh, I feel like that's one of the reasons why the folks at Anchor Make said, like, yeah, let's let's do a video with this guy because I uh, finally, finally get to show off. I've been using the Anchor Make M5C. Mm-hmm. Now there's an Anchor Make M5, and it's got a whole bunch of like cameras and AI detection and and extra features to help like improve the consistency of your prints and yeah. gives you warnings if one of your prints is starting to fail. The M5C is a very stripped-down machine, but it still keeps all of the same motors. Mm-hmm. So it is a high-speed 3D printer. Oh, and nice. they changed the extruder design over the M5 using an all-metal hot end. So that was a, a, a durability point on the M5 that gave some users a concern over the longevity okay. of that printer. Um, this thing is stupid fun. And I don't have a great place to actually have it live because I yeah, did yeah. a lot of my test prints. Um, let me see if I can find like footage of it of it doing the printing. I, I had it on just the little IKEA desk, that little yeah. student desk that I use in my videos, and the motors are so powerful as it's doing this printing that it wasn't only just wobbling the desk; it was also shaking my camera tripods on the hardwood floors next to the desk. So it was shaking oh. the desk so hard, it was shaking yeah, yeah. The, um, the, uh, the camera tripods. Now, what's impressive to me is the printer was able to compensate not only for its own movement, but the movement of that IKEA desk. And none of my prints failed for having that extra... Wobble and ex- or vibration. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, that, extra, that, that extra wiggle room on this printer. So like in the video, I did Benchy, uh, the little Benchy, the boat, um, mm-hmm. test print and anchors claims were accurate. If you know anything about 3d printing, this is a model that people use just to see if there are any errors 
um, if the printer is printing accurately and then how fast the printer can really accomplish a print. And it takes time. You know, like these, these prints take a long time. So Benchy finished in like 18 minutes, in no, just under 18 good. minutes, which is wow. a, a pretty quick time for, uh, for, for that kind of test print. And it's not any big, big thing. It's like a little plastic boat that you print just to see. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so uh, Lex has already had me printing out frogs. I did a little frog toy. Um, we did a bunny. That's a, a stand, a, a tablet stand. and smartphone stand that mm-hmm. Marie really wanted. And it's got like cable routing pads and like you can set up larger devices on it. I printed a little F-14 with um, print in place geared wings. So you can extend the wings like an F-14, okay, okay. but you didn't yeah. have to like snap it together. It was all printed together. Printed together in with that. support. Yeah, yeah. So I gave that to one of the the kids uh, in, our, in our little neighbor block. And... Uh, I am now very interested in in like this is just me kind of dipping my toe in. This is a printer that sells for three ninety nine. Oh wow, you know, that's a good price. I mean, it's a good starter. Noob oh, absolutely, printer. Yeah, uh, the, single, there is single, nothing. It's fancy, a single color. It's just fast. Exactly, it it runs one yeah. one filament at a time. Single color, single. If you have to change well, it, it's a different. It, yeah, that's what's kind of interesting. Is I don't know that anchor. So there are other 3D printers that can do some more interesting things with that. But mm-hmm. the, the next thing that I think they're going to crowdfund looks like their V6. Have okay. you seen the Anchor V6? No, 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 no. I, so I'm not familiar with Anchor's six... um, 3D printing. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. So, so there's M5C and there's M5. V6 yeah. is a separate temperature and humidity controlled six spool storage device for your filaments. And it can pair with your 3D printers. So if you have different colors of filaments and you want to do multicolored prints, it Uh will feed the filament from the separate box into the 3D printer to do real-time multicolored prints where you don't have to change the filament and then extrude what was left and then get the print started again. Ooh, that would be So the V6 is still is still being like developed and it's Well, yeah, 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 yeah. That, so but they're th- expecting that, was... that to be out like at the end of the year. Okay, I I would really be interested to see how they do that, especially with the with the excess filament that's can... already in there when you're changing the different uh so the the last one I worked with um I can't remember the name of the company, but it was a dual uh dual extruder um, do two filaments. So you were able to run two filaments running in with so two spools on that. the back of the printer. Oh my God, that is crazy. Okay. So yeah. this is, this is not an Paint actual product right yet. This no, is no, their, yeah, yeah. this is their concept for what it's going to look like, but it's just six different filaments and that that single, is going to with a single feed head. Yeah. And into that the is... different head. Well, no, but to it... me, that looks like magic. I, I don't understand how that works. The, the, the concept <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, if they're able to make it, I mean, if uh, it sounds like they, this is something that they're planning on making and it's just, they have enough promise that they can do it. I think, so that's the biggest challenge that I've ever had when I was making with, um, with some of the printing jobs that I've done. It's when you're running multiple extruders and yeah. they're able basically where the machine can switch between one or the other, but yeah. having everything going through the same extruder, having it change using an external spool feeder mm-hmm. without having any excess that falls on because the only thing I could think of is this. As it's printing, it stops, moves away, clears extras, extrudes, puts in the new uh, filament, extrudes extras just to kind of get it to run, and then go sure. back and print. 
or mechanically that would be the only way to do it so in my brain this almost makes sense but the tubing still breaks my brain but how how is once you put a model through the slicer software Mm -hmm. it knows how much material It it needs so if the v6 can pull from the different spools the different colors that you've got it can pull as it's sending a single filament to the printer. So the printer will only occasionally have to eject mm-hmm. very minute amounts That's what of I filament. meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't referring to it being but, it would be like no, a no, no, exa- long amount. But, yeah, but, but I, I, think, I think if I have to do this in manually, like if I wanted to do a multicolor print and I had to do it manually, I would have to expend more filament to clear the lines. Absolutely. But if there's a whole separate box that can measure out how much filament each part of the print is going to require, then it can apply that and get it prepped and lined up as it goes to the main feed to uh, to the print head. We'll have um, to see. So, to, yeah. But again, that still sounds like a really complicated dance. <laughs> oh, no, no, absolutely. Whenever uh, the... Um... 3D printers are great um, pieces of tech, and I, I love how they've, they've gotten more compact as time goes on. I, I started working with 3D printers when you you could basically buy them as a kit, and the way yeah. to get to save money on the on the 3D printer back in the day is basically you buy the kit and you build the kit for yourself. So you're you're basically getting a lot of uh, you know the two essentially something similar to where the uh, the 5C that you're looking at here from Anchor is. Um, and then the last one that I did a collaboration with uh, TechFluence, I think for our, our buddy Barry over at TechFluence, um, that was so much easier. It was all assembled. It yeah. comes in its own enclosure, two spools on the back. Everything was literally easy. I put my SD card, of course, set up everything, the jobs, put it in there, and literally it was almost impossible to make a mistake. But it was like an 800 to about 800 $850 printer. Um, and, you know, at, at, at 399 I, I think it was, you said 399 or uh, as far as the, uh, the, the M5C model, it's a great one to get into if you're interested, if you're intrigued, yeah. and you love to. And of course, make sure to go to Thingiverse and just check out all the different uh, other, um, you know, files and things like you know Doctor it's, Who it's stuff. It's Thingiverse, and, and then I've also found some really fun things on cults. Oh, I haven't um, had okay. I haven't played that much. So Thingiverse for me then. But sim- similar to Thingiverse, but oh yeah, like, yeah no, absolutely. I, I, some really great maker communities there. So now, um, Lex really wants to design her own dollhouse. So we're talking about how to make a little sort of block modular dollhouse. Um, Makes sense. And and again, we have to build it in pieces because she wants something bigger than this this uh, print bed oh, yeah. is going to support. Um, but but it's 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 something that I always kind of felt would be true. Mm-hmm. But again, it's like so many things we've talked about. Until you really give it a spin, you don't know what it's really like. Exactly. And so now. There are, even if it's not the most cost-effective solution, there are so many empowering little moments. Marie needed a new smartphone stand, and we made one. Yeah. I, I made a little plug for that bookshelf that I like to show in my videos. It's just become like the phone museum. Mm-hmm. One of the shelves, I missed, I lost one of the plugs. You know what? I can drive to a Home Depot and buy replacement plugs for generic bookshelves, like it's really not a cost-effective or time-effective use of my time to 3D print one, but I could. <laughs> you know, like, it's just, like, there are so many of these little, like, home DIY, I need something in here, 
and and I, I I'm just starting to scratch the outermost surface of design software mm-hmm. to do this stuff. But even finding like the files that other people have already made, and then I can tweak the infill, and I can exactly. kind of tweak the the print speed, and I okay, this is going to work for this, or maybe I want to expand it. I can actually make this thing bigger than they originally designed it. Um, that has been a lot more empowering than I expected it would be. I thought it would be, but now it's like I feel even better about having this kind of capability at home. And it's it's already kind of come in fun just for making toys for Lex, but for making little just around the house projects. I've used it a couple of times. I made a headphone stand for Marie. Yeah, just I, a big I, I made clamp one, with exactly. I made one for yeah. my uh, for my desk for my uh, for. It, it's literally all those little things that you think of. Like, yeah, man, I could just make it exactly. I uh, almost it, feel like you know I could have overnighted a headphone stand from Amazon, but or, it, and it took like. What did it take? It, it took like four or five hours to uh, print all the parts yeah, yeah. for the headphone stand that I picked for Marie. So I still came out ahead on time, <laughs> but not by much. Like overnighting a headphone stand would have been pretty close to the amount of time it took to make one. But that was just it. Like I didn't have to go anywhere. I didn't have to do anything. I didn't have to. I mean, I used filament, but, you know, I already paid for that. So I could just make one. And oh, it right. turned Absolutely. out pretty well. Has, um, in your experience using this, being that this is your first, did you have any challenges with the hotbed um, and projects not sticking to where they're supposed to? Or does does Anchor does so a far good not job? yet? Okay. So so they... far the, the the biggest problem I've had is my stupid IKEA desk. So okay. my Benchy benchmark Benchy the boat benchmark print um, is is distorted on one side. Mm-hmm. And I do believe that's not because of the printer. It's because the print speed is so fast. So maybe, um, maybe, maybe even, um, I mean, obviously not when you're filming it, but when you're using it, you may want to put it on the floor. Have it, have it less, yes, less chance. Yes, where it is the... now. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's right over there on the floor. Well, so that was, um, that was the challenge for me too. Uh, right once, once we were done with, with filming the video and so on, it, it, like, where do you put it? It's such a prominent piece of tech. Uh, it yeah. needs its own space and it needs to have overhead space. It cannot be yeah. crowded because of the heat and the amount of heat that it generates. Um, but yeah, no, that, for me, I ended up having to box it back and it's sitting in the garage. But I mean, when I do need it, it's, it's, it is available as easily set up. But uh, yeah, mm-hmm. your, yours definitely, I think, if I'm not mistaken, we're like three and a half feet tall. It goes from the, like from the base yeah. up. Yeah. And, and then a, I, what, I, what I should also probably do is, is switch the uh, spindle orientation mm-hmm. so it's not just straight vertical. Yeah, yeah. Um, that way I can feed the filament off from the side or something like that because it's it's a lot. Oh, uh, um, actually, I was going to say you could print a, a, a spindle holder. <laughs> yeah, I could. <laughs> Sorry, that's what I did on mine too because you could put one like that's more base on the ground and let it. Feed I love it back. so yeah, much. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, but again, it's in in like people are making joking. You're like, I uh, imagine printing 3D printing parts to improve your 3D printer, and you're like. No, that is actually a thing. That is the, actually the a thing. retention clip for where the filament feeds is this ridiculously obnoxious piece of plastic, and there is a a print for replacing it. Uh, so you can it, you can fix your own. It, it's not. Yeah, I know. It's like you could fix. Um, I saw some or not somewhere. I heard something on the news a couple of days ago about somebody that was printing a car, uh, like parts for uh, for cars <laughs> with that. But it's 
it's like I say, I'll say this. It it's a great thing to to utilize and to 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 make little things that you didn't know you needed, but also to kind of customize and learn how to basically be able to make things and repair things, not just basically making things for the sake of it. Um, you know, I kind of did the same thing for what you're saying with Marie. I, I printed a, a nice little cat um, phone holder for my wife. Um, mm-hmm. I have uh, I printed some cups in here to be able to kind of organize some stuff in the office. Um, it, it's it's fun. It's easy to get into now. Pricing is actually very nice. Filament is easily uh, purchased. You can find it almost on uh, Amazon and most stores yeah. very easily. Uh, and even up, if you good. like go, because I have it in the back of the video right now, they have the Anchor Make officially oh, yeah, verified yeah, yeah. I'm sure, yeah. 3D Film. printing filament. Like even that, their spools are not, I mean, they're more expensive than some of the, um, um, what's the plastic, TPU? No, um, PLA. Uh, so they're, PLA. They're more expensive PLA, than some though. of yeah, the PLA yeah. spools you can get mm-hmm. out there, but not that much more expensive. Like the the number of projects. Like I bought two spools, and mm-hmm. I still am only a third of the way through my first one. And yeah. we're talking multiple toys for Lex, uh, toys for neighborhood kids, a headphone holder, a C clamp. I did some GoPro mount mm-hmm. accessories because I hate oh, yeah. the Those... GoPro mount system. And yeah, yeah. isn't that great? You can just print your own. You, you you just need a basic clip to interact with the little prongs on your go. Just you just make one. Make I don't it, have yeah. to go and order one. It's awesome. That it, kind uh, of stuff already has like blown my mind. How and and how the community around this has found all of those little irksome like plastic bits and bobbles that are so expensive on no, no, I'm, on, I'm on other you. phones. And I think that's the biggest thing about it. it it's a community. It's not just a, a, like a one-off situation. It, and it's been going on for years. This is uh, 3D printing has been a, a passion for many, many people for many, many years. And people I can actually, I'll take that back. People have had businesses built around this where they've designed certain yeah. things. If you go to Amazon and you buy certain accessories for certain uh, like uh, gaming system or so on, there you would see the fact that they were 3D printed. Like you're like, wait, yeah. this is a 3D printed item. I'm like, yeah, but you don't have a 3D printer. He did it. He packaged it and he's selling. So there are people that make money by making this um, and building certain mm-hmm. things like that. Because like you said, it's cheaper sometimes to just go on Amazon and order that C-clamp that you want. For sure. I'm with you. Good. I'm glad you got yeah. it. I'm glad, I'm glad you're this, able to start talking really about fun. it. And and, um, and and also just like if you've got a little space in your home, because you've yeah. got to give it some space. This is not a a small gadget. No, no. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm really excited that the this is a very well polished presentation for introductory 3D printing. There's nothing mm-hmm. fancy about this machine. This is not an advanced business grade 3D printer. Let's definitely not conflate that. But yeah. for someone like me who really wanted to just start getting up to speed on just like what all the specs and the tech and the terminologies and all the things that you have to know to kind of get into 3d printing. It is refreshing when a company says like, Hey, we can make this easy. Um, The setup is super simple. It's like 12 screw, 12 screws, put the whole (laughs) machine together. Oh, that is app. The app gave me some issues getting signed into Wi-Fi to update the printer. Mm -hmm. But then once I did that, everything else was smooth sailing and I, I haven't had a print, fail yet um for doing some some really simple and basic starter projects like everything has been smooth sailing so that kind of stuff to me it's like i like it when a manufacturer's claims of simplicity 
really live up to yeah that kind of scrutiny because it it could it, uh, it's one of those things where they're a little bit more daunting than it than they really need to be uh mm -hmm. maybe back in the day they used to be but now they're not um i, I tell you how the my first building project on the printer it took me months troubleshooting issues and wiring and software and and, and just getting yeah. everything set up correctly and the instructions that i got back then was in chinese and i had to kind of figure out how to re <laughs> translate that it was right. it was it was a it was the wild west of, of setups and then um the last one that i did with um now i now i have to find exactly what it's called i got it just driving me crazy um so the, the this has got like wet my appetite and again mm -hmm. I, I, this was a sponsored video i am working with uh the folks at uh at anchor, anchor make um, mm -hmm. but it's also kind of wet my appetite to check out some of the other systems and the other styles of printers. So there's like, a like a 3d, um, resin printer oh, that nice. I want to try out now too. And those are a little bit more expensive. Hey, there's like a bug crawling on my table in this video clip. I never noticed that before. It oh, that's was, gross. Uh, it was a cameo, man. He didn't know about yeah, it. It's like Come one on. of those little like silver fishy things. Super gross. If it gets any closer to that printer, it probably got roasted. Because there's uh, a lot of heat and a lot of fan speed coming off the base of oh, that Oh, the system. Creator Max 2. That's what it was. And it was actually a, a two years ago. That's why I don't remember the name. So it's the that Flash Forge Creator <laughs> Max 2. Uh, uh, that was the video I did. And it was nice. It was, uh, it was very... It wasn't as complicated. It was, it's not a complicated project to do. It was more... It just, I could not remember the name of it. It was driving me yeah. crazy. The Creator Max 2. But, uh, but it, yeah. it's encouraging. Like... There, there are options, and again, I'm not saying this is the solution, um, but it's one, I, was, yeah. I found it to be very encouraging that mm -hmm. the introduction to 3D printing is a little more polished, a little less tinkery, and it's a technology that has matured really well as it's not really been in the limelight anymore. No, I yeah, went back and rewatched that documentary on Netflix. Did you ever watch that? Which the on, on 3D it's printing the future. Oh, and it's no, talking no, no. about the original, like the opening days of like makerspaces and uh, uh, MakerBot and stuff like that. And it's hilarious because they're talking about 3D printers then, like we're talking about AI today. <laughs> right? It's like, oh, this is thing and it's so disruptive and it's going to do this and the whole industries are going to be made out of this. And you're like, and then 3D printing kind of vanished. <laughs> well, it, it evolved. It evolved. Actually, we, uh, now they actually right. 3D print houses. Like they've done, yeah. it, it's evolved into where uh, companies are uh, can actually build design houses and basically extrude the material built, it, yeah. be, you know, layer by layer. But yeah, no, uh, it it can, in a certain way, it kind of became its own little niche. Uh, it's, if you're into 3D printing, then you know the universe. Uh, and if you're not, you may not be even aware that even it existed. So it's nice that you're able to provide that introduction to it. Uh, if for anybody that's maybe even been interested in the past and just wanted to kind of dip a finger in yeah. and, and see how that goes. And the simplicity will be the selling factor because if it gets complicated, that's how you get a return. That's how you get people like, oh, yeah, this is not me. You want to have fun <laughs> yeah. with it. And that's, I think that's the biggest thing. If you have fun, you play with it. Um, and you could experiment at least, you know, with, even with just a spool, uh, one spool going with it, uh, it. It'll be enjoyable. So I'm glad you're able to get your hand on it and, uh, you know, hopefully we'll see some more uh, cool stuff coming from your, you know, printed stuff. We'll, uh, we'll be on the discord, you know, today in Juan's printing. Da -da -da -da. So, and again, like it's going to be silly little things, but uh, again, it's, it's, it's a part of that ongoing conversation. And I really like products that feel empowering. Yeah. And now I'm very anxious to try even bigger and more robust 3d printer. Like I can't buy them because I have no room. I have one now, so that's all the room I have is for one 3D printer. 
Um, but it, 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 it now makes me even more sort of interested in seeing like, okay, what about machines that, um, do, do like engraving and mm -hmm. that kind of ablative work or what about mm -hmm. machines that are printing on different materials or what are the applications? Like I saw someone put up, uh, some of the design files for, I want to say it was the Rokids, but they made soft TPU printed goggle covers so that it oh. blacks out better but instead of out of a hard plastic they did it out of a really soft malleable sort of tpu material and you're like okay. i could do that with a resin print i could do that with you know, like it, it just immediately starts triggering that part of your brain where you're like you're looking for things where like oh i could solve that's a problem i've always just found irksome but there are things now i could solve that problem mm -hmm. and that to me is what gets really exciting about this it's fun and there's a lot of novelty and we're making toys for lex cool Beyond that, there's a there's an idea of taking care of yourself with some gadgety cool tech thing, and that's that's really encouraging that it's this accessible. I like it. I like it. I'm glad I'm glad that you're able to share that. And again, I'm glad that you're finally able to talk about it. It's been I know. It's, been it's been in my office since so many things um, under embargo. Although what, since the beginning of June. It's been some time. Yeah, I know. Every time it's we like, you know, I got this thing that I can't talk about. No, I know. And and I wouldn't be surprised if there's more. more th I was going to say. There, there are a bunch sure of things enough. I still can't talk about. Well, okay. So, so, so as the tease, as we should wrap all this up, and I'm sure no, you've no, got sure. some stuff. Um, not this week. Definitely not coming out tomorrow. I'm taking oh, a break. Okay. I, I, I did. I've, I've done now almost five hours of podcasting today. Um, uh, but also, just be on the lookout. I did a podcast with Jason over at Painfully Honest Tech. And then I also did a guest appearance on our friends at Android Faithful, oh, so which yeah, is sort of the there. revival show um, from Android, all about, Android all about Android on the Twit Network. So Ron and Michelle and Huynh, um they, they brought back <laughs> my favorite show. And yeah. I got real cheesy and emotional on Android Faithful just because I'm so glad to hear my friends nerding out about Android every week. And mm -hmm. I was so sad to have lost that with all about Android, but they kind of just kept yeah. it going. Like there wasn't a lot of downtime. So I'm really glad they're back. They, they, they had me on to talk this week too. One of the things that I can't talk about today, I will be able to talk about next week. So this time next okay. week on, <laughs> on the best of our, our week our, our, on best of our week i will be able to show and tell the thing i can't something show new. you today something new and it's something fun cool. and it's not a phone and it's not a tablet and it's, it's not, not a printer. computer it's not a and printer. it's not a printer we got the printer covered. so that okay, should narrow good. it down for you Hopefully, now you well, hey, we never know maybe, maybe maybe it's a new bike I, i'm throwing this out there maybe can't, it's I, I, can't, I can't i can't say i can't it. tell yeah, you yeah. what it is but i can tell you what it's not and it's not those things that i said um, I, I, I'll say, I'll say like, I have a couple of bikes coming in. So I'm, I'm, I had a little bit of a lull with no bikes and then I'm back, I guess, knee, you know, knee deep in bikes. Um, so yeah, e-bikes for sure. Um, have been a, ever since I started that video with you, man, ever since I did that, you know, I got the, 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 the you scooter, the wasn't even it. a bike. No, no, I wasn't even a bike. I got a yeah. scooter from you. <laughs> it's so like, good. it opened up a gate. So it's like suddenly the channel performs in certain ways. Um, but yeah, no, uh, hopefully also next week we'll we'll have more conversations going on. I have a couple of phones that I'm working on. I got the Nord 
and 30 in the studio that I need to start working on as well. Um, I need to wrap up my uh, my review cycle uh, with both the flip, the fold, um, and then start working also on the uh, the, the Watch 6 a classic. The watches yeah. take me a little bit longer to review because it, you need to live in with them within at least a couple of weeks of data and start using all of that before yeah. you can actually put a video on and kind of cover. So uh, the Watch 6 for me is going to take a little bit of time to put out. Uh, the Tap S9 Ultra, um, I think for me, it, it should be a pretty... It's kind of a weird thing with Samsung this year. Some of the devices that came out are very iterative, so they're very similar and very familiar. Like even yeah. with the S9 Ultra, um, dude, this, the cases from the S9 S8 Ultra, um, if you make the camera holes a little bit bigger, just so to accommodate for the bigger cameras um, on the S9 Ultra, it just pops right on. Yeah, I'm. Perfect. This is my S8 Ultra case form upgraded. And I was going to say that upgraded to work with the S9 Ultra. Uh, the keyboard case. Did you shave it out? Cover. Did you really cut it out? Absolutely, but I am not. Awesome. I love to hear that. I, even That's in great. my video, I specifically did that because I wanted people to realize, <laughs> like, hey, save some money if you have the keyboard case from the S8 Ultra or nice. the S8. It, That's great. It, form factor is exactly the same. Uh, and the glass that I'm using on, on this one is the S8 Ultra's glass protector. It's exactly the same size. I even met, nice. I messaged uh, <laughs> Whitestone and I'm like, uh, by the way, the S8 Ultra works on the S9 Ultra. Thank you very much. And and yeah, goodbye yeah no no uh so there'll be more content hopefully we'll be able to talk about more opinions on my side definitely looking forward to your uh to your video next week i am also going to pretty much take a nice little three-day break from four videos in I a row a is, is is a kicker yeah, yeah I, I was doing one one video skip a day one video and then two videos in a row i kind of put out and it's like yeah my brain my brain needs take a day it could just take a little bit of a break uh, so my day off is tomorrow. I'm going to kick it, hang out, uh, you know, uh, we're going to wait for Omar to come back from school. He's back in school. I don't know about Lex. That's, that's another thing. Coming up. Uh, yeah, I'm almost the, there. The, 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 um, the daily routine is changing. You know, the kids at home for summer is the days are done, at least for me. Uh, so, yeah, we'll have to see how that goes. But, um, you know, with that being said, I do want to say for us, thank you very much to everybody for hanging out with us on this beautiful Thursday. This week, we are a little over. We made it kind of under. It's not exactly two hours, but it's not exactly yeah, an hour. we did good. Or an hour and a half. Uh, but, you know, thank you very much for hanging out with us on this beautiful Thursday afternoon. Please, I hope you're doing good and be safe. Um, you know, and again, our thoughts our thoughts, and for everybody that's in Hawaii with everybody dealing with all those, um, you know, the, the fires, uh, heat waves and so on. It's, it's just it's a hot time. Across yeah. Europe, across the U.S., just stay hydrated. Try to stay cool as much as you can. Um, and of course, uh, you know, oh man, that was amazing. Michael Sorry, I just, yeah, I know. Kindergarten. I can't man. believe that. Yeah, dude, it's, it's an amazing oh, time, Michael. Your, your life will really never be the same. Stuff. Your yeah. your life will never be the same. Um, but no, tons of fun, tons of fun. And uh, yeah, watch out for the teen years. Watch out for the teen years. <laughs> Not there yet. Woohoo! <laughs> my kid still likes me yeah celebrate all you want buddy but you're getting them straight um, <laughs> i'll get we'll, there soon we, oh, no. we will all be there holding hands singing kumbaya <laughs> together um but again of course thank you very much be safe stay safe we'll see you guys next week for another episode of the best of our week make sure to catch this guy on the sggqa on monday on his nine o'clock podcast and his patreon for a lot of cool pre-release stuff i love always catching content ahead of time before it goes live on the patreon very, very nice. Right so take care, everybody. We'll see Thanks. you in a week.